0: the MLB app baseball your way download it now for free from the app store or Google play blackout and other restrictions apply major league baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: I-, I can definitely sense it. I, I- never felt like that because I've never been like that in my entire life. But you take uh, some pride in it to know that everybody doesn't like you. It's not for anything you've really done. It's just for winning. So if that means some other teams and other fan bases aren't going to like me, I'll try to stop a smile on my face and not be a bad example. But I can be that villain for them if they if they need me to be. That is Patrick Mahomes. Hey, at least that was a more thought-provoking question than when he got asked this week whether he. You know, is doing a Kermit the Frog impression, impression or whatever he got asked. Uh Super Bowl Media Day, uh got a lot of players talking yesterday. We kind of went through some of the the good questions, the dumb questions. You get a lot of that. You get both sides this week. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the phone number on the line is Odyssey NFL insider Jason LaConfora. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. Jason, it's Joe in Buffalo. What's up? Thanks for joining us. How you guys doing? Happy Super Bowl week. Pretty good. Happy Super Bowl week. How, how about for you on uh, Mahomes there and being the villain? He's not, to me, even here. I think the way he kind of acted a little bit after the yeah. Bills beat them in the regular season I think changed yeah. some people's opinion, but I, I don't think he's anywhere near as disliked, at least here locally, that you know Brady at least got to.
0: No, I mean, you don't have the specter of these cheating scandals. And, I mean, there was just a lot going (laughs) on with, you know, New England, and they really kind of seemed to be football's version of the evil empire, right? Belichick certainly leaned into that, and I think Brady did too, and they kind of got off on it. Yeah. I don't think the Chiefs see themselves that really as the villain. Like, I mean, we know how society works, right? I mean, I'm sure there are people Mm -hmm. who've had their fill of the Kelsey Swift thing. Um, yeah, they don't lose that often, and the way they handled losing to Buffalo was, mm-hmm. um, I think, out of character. I mean, we'll find out. Maybe they'll lose more in the future. We'll find right. out that that's just how it goes with them. doesn't happen that often. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time, you know, looking at Andy Reid as a villain. I, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is a good dude. He's experienced uh, mete- meteoric fame and type of celebrity most people don't and he seems to have not really been changed by it and you know people i know in the kansas city media and mm-hmm. you know even people like in the baseball community right who who played or coached at a time when he was running around clubhouses with his dad like he seems to be the same happy-go-lucky kid so yeah, yeah. I, I mean again i i i i i'm not going to excuse their their words and their deeds i thought they showed a side of themselves that they had gone to pretty good lengths to conceal. Mm -hmm. Um, But everybody's, no, nobody's perfect, right? And everybody's going to have blemishes. So, no, look, I think this is a different dynasty than the New England one. But make no mistake, this this is on the cusp of being a dynasty. And Mahomes is on the cusp of achieving everything Brady did in that first iteration of the Patriots dynasty, only doing it as the main thing. You know, not doing it as the game manager, not doing it as the hand the ball off to Antoine Smith 35 times and then hand it off to Corey Dillon 30 more, you know, it, it, it's it's go win us football games.
1: Right. And
0: it's pretty special. It's it's unique.
1: Yeah. No, it's very different from when Brady, at least the numbers, the production, you know, the style of team, very yeah. different from the Patriots in those early years. Although, I will say, Jason, not I'm not saying this to take credit away from Mahomes in this area, but... It's a different-looking type of Chiefs team from what we've seen. How impressed have you been that this, I mean, statistically it was true, they were scoring a touchdown less per year, or per game this year, than in past years, and because of that defense, like, here they are. They're still here.
0: But that's where I give credit to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes for, I think, really, it probably hit rock bottom in that game against the Raiders, right? Whether I can't remember, was that Christmas Day? It was on Christmas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was kind of like the nadir, and then it's like, okay, well, do we, bat, do, we, do, we, do we really re-envision ourselves from here? Do we accept reality, which is, you know, a whole bunch of red zone passes and deep shots to nowhere? Like, we, we can keep doing it, or we can change and embrace the fact that we are lucky enough to have this defense and this run game. Um, that I think was burgeoning then, but now, I mean, it's, it's obvious that Andy Reid wants to get the ball in Pacheco's hands 20 times a game. And I'm just talking on the ground. I'm not even talking the occasional swing pass. Like, they embraced it, they embraced it fully. And the ironic thing about the game now going on, what, 10 days ago in the, the AFC title game, the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes were infinitely, infinitely more comfortable winning that game 17 16. Than the Baltimore Ravens were. The Baltimore Ravens thought they had to win 34-17. You know, what I mean? like they were chasing the ghost of the 2019 Chiefs with the 50 touchdown passes in the regular season and 32 per game and all that. Like, I have to give them credit for making that recalibration and taking their ego out of it and taking the back of the football card out of it and just playing keep it simple, stupid, winning football, which not everybody can do. Like, uh, not everybody has the the self-awareness and the, and the selflessness to make that adjustment, especially that late in the game. But they did, and now they're in the Super Bowl again because of it.
1: Jason lockin' four on the Western hotline insider calls uh, NFL Odyssey insider brought to you by all old spice gentlemen's blend body wash providing exfoliation plus we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching thirty seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in thirty seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Twenty four seven moisturization because men have skin too. How about the other side of this game? Even from you know stemming from what have you, you just said. How much time do you give to the Brock Purdy game manager talk versus, you know, what he's been able to do, even a little bit he showed in that NFC Championship game, that he can move around, he can, you know, do a little bit off structure?
0: Uh, he's he's a good quarterback. Like, he's a very good quarterback. I, I, I think people anointing him and comparing, you know, his drives to Joe Montana are out of their minds. I mean, they're just you, – you, you talk about fan fiction, fanboys in the media. Like, that stuff, like – you know, Paul's, buddy. You're you, you trying to get a job with the team, or what, what, is, what is the end game here? Like, I think some of that stuff has just gotten utterly out of control. Like, the reason they were trailing those games was Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason a lot of people went and rewatched those games and said that they, are, they got a horseshoe up their ass to even be still playing football is because of Brock Purdy. Um, and he, he certainly rose to the occasion and helped bail them out. But his, his, his off target throws, his turnover worthy throws, his um, medicine balls to the middle of the field, you know, trying to break this wide receiver's neck or that wide receiver's neck. Uh, most of the time, it seems to be the uh, Juwan Jennings. Like, that, that stuff's real. Like, that happened. Like, he didn't plan the pass off the defensive back's face into Ayuk's arms. And if that ball's picked off, I would posit that there's a hell of a lot better chance that we see Sam Darnold in that game than anybody's writing fan fiction about Joe Montana 2.0. I would tell you if you watched that game, if you saw Kyle Shanahan's face, that was going to the backup quarterback. So, he, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm, he's he's really good. He's in a great spot. Most of the time, he takes advantage of it. He's also lucky as hell that mm-hmm. he wasn't benched in the fourth quarter of the Packers game. Like. He's got 43% of it. Is, 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 the INT drop rate per true media, the last five games for him, is 43%. <laughs> I mean, like, the average NFL quarterback has thrown 3.5% of their passes deemed turnover worthy. Since the Ravens game, this kid's at 7.1%. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know. Yeah. Okay. I think Spags with two weeks to prepare. And also, if you get him into quarters and you get him into cover six, he doesn't really know what he's looking at. And it was a big part of the Ravens' uh, game plan. And Harbs and Spags are tight; like they're, they're 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 going to be prepared for him. And I think he's going to see some ghosts. And I think he's going to throw one pick. And when he throws one, he's going to throw two. Um, I don't think these guys are. You know, I don't know that he's going to get a reprieve like he got from Darnell Savage. Like, yeah. So they better they better run the ball early and often. They better keep that thing close. Um, it better be high percentage throws for him, and he better activate his legs. And like, he's like for what where they got him and everything else. That's great, but he he he's not in the same class, athletically or otherwise, as some of these more experienced quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I I really wonder like could they be in a similar place to where they were after the last Chiefs Niners Super Bowl where. You might need a moment to think this way, like when Garoppolo missed Emmanuel Sanders deep. Um, but I wonder if we'll get a moment in this game where you go, okay, well that's the difference right there. Like Mahomes makes that throw, Purdy doesn't, and that's why one team's on top and the other, the other isn't. And with all that being said, for you, is this a legacy game for Kyle Shanahan? Like we get. That about quarterbacks a lot, not usually as much, you don't hear it as much about coaches, but man, if he loses this Super Bowl and that Falcons comeback is there with what he did in the second half as the offensive coordinator, and then blew a lead against the Chiefs, and if they lose again, I I wonder what kind of stories will be written about him after this Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I I don't know how much Jed York cares about any of that, you know, and that's the owner there, and that's ultimately all that matters, Uh, but Yes. um, Kyle Shanahan's another guy. Like, the way he's talked about by some people in the pantheon of NFL coaches, you would think not only does he have one ring, but he's got two. And, like, if if we want to create a little subcategory for, like, schemers and play callers, like, by all means, yes. But on game day, that that ain't the end-all be-all. And uh, Hmm. the NFC, let's face it, he doesn't have to go through the gauntlet that these teams in the AFC do. Doesn't have to go through the same caliber coaches. Doesn't have to go through the same caliber uh, quarterbacks for, for damn sure. So, like, all, you know what I mean? All the, like, oh, championship games, championship games, championship. Well, come on. You know, how many championship games would we be getting to in the AFC? Um, I mean, we'll never know, but, he, you know, who, who, who's who's for real there? Right. Like, Like, really, even, like, right now, like, who's – you know, who? 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 Um, right? And they should have lost to the Packers, and they should have lost to the Lions. So, yeah, yes, I, I, I think his because of his dad and because of his legacy and lineage, I'm sure it will eat him up at night until he wins a Lombardi trophy. Uh, but I think he also probably has something close to a job for life there. Uh, mm-hmm. As long as he wants to be there, I, I think Jed York will be fine with that. And And the fact that he could... Go from which some people would look at as a terminable offense, right? What they did for 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 Trey Lance, which doesn't even no one even talks about it anymore. It's like it never happened, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. that whole offseason of all the subterfuge about is it for Mac Jones or is it for Trey Lance? I mean, it turns out it should have been for none of the above, but they were the ringleaders of that, and it blew up in their faces. But because of his ability to develop Purdy, no one even talks about it. Like if he if he's Teflon regarding that and now they're doing it with a kid who's not making any money and still can't make any money next year, then, you know what I mean, he's he's probably got a job for life. So I don't think he's sweating that.
1: Yeah. Jason Lock on for uh, on the Western Hotline. Um, to wrap here, Jason, you're down in Baltimore at uh, 105.7 The Fan as well. And I want to ask you about, you know, not the same neighborhood, but close enough, with what happened with the Washington Commanders and how you see it. Um, I mean – If I'm a Commanders fan, I'm not really happy, right, with the way that turned out?
0: You shouldn't be. You can't be. Um, You know, and look, it's the first go-around, and I understand, you know, maybe wanting to give a mulligan and looking at these guys through a different lens than, you know, the the scum of the earth who owned that team for as long as he did. But it's also got to be hard for them to do that because they live that, and they're looking at this saying, why can't – not even like, why can't we have nice things? Why can't we have normal things? Like what? Why, why you know? What I mean? Like why can't we just have a quasi-normal coach search? But they did, and to try to couch it as that is disingenuous. Uh, I think these guys are placeholders. I think this is a whole hell of a lot more like Lovey Smith or David Kelly in Houston than it is, say, oh I don't know, D'Amico Ryan's in Houston now. Like I, I just don't think these marriages of convenience and the last guy standing who we can kind of think might be able to work together. Like, I, I, am not, I'm not buying it. This was not the original vision. It wasn't even Dan Quinn's original vision. Like the way Ben Johnson handled his part of things, put them behind the eight ball and, and they didn't handle that very well. Uh, hmm. So look, can they establish the quarterback, whoever the quarterback is, whether hmm. they move up to get Caleb Williams or whether they take, you know, May or Daniels at two, if that kid is legit, if that kid looks more like C.J. Stroud than Bryce Young, Mm -hmm. then that job will be infinitely more attractive next year. And now maybe that, okay, we're worried about the owner. We don't love the facilities. We don't know when you're getting the new stadium. We think you're too NBA heavy. Like all that stuff goes out the window if you've got a stud quarterback who Mm -hmm. still can't be paid for two more years. So. I think that's where it's headed. I think these guys will prove to be placeholders.
1: Yep. Odyssey NFL insider Jason for Jason, appreciate taking some time out for us. Enjoy the week and enjoy the game on Sunday. My
0: pleasure. Thanks for having me.
1: All right. We'll take a time out here when we come back. We've got Extendo Sports uh, leading into the Extra Point Show. So stay tuned. Jody Biasi, Jeremy White. This is WGR.